Good morning, world. Welcome to another episode of Independently Minded. If you are a new or returning listener, I hope you enjoy this episode. If you're interested in more combat sports news, analysis, and discussion like this, stay tuned because it's only going to get better from here. And if you know anybody, family, friend, loved one, whoever, anybody who likes combat sports news, analysis, and discussion, share Independently Minded with them because it's only the best MMA boxing combat sports podcast out there so on today's episode i originally was going to talk about the news of the kind of agreement for the third um, bout and trilogy match between triple g and canelo which i i think was kind of verbally agreed or maybe it was signed on i don't really know the details but basically they agreed to a third fight in september i was going to talk about that there's just but there's just too much ufc news um and I just want to cover that more. And basically, I've I've been monitoring. Of course, I do it every single day. I'm monitoring UFC and MMA news because the coronavirus is is affecting everything. It's affecting life. It's affecting every job out there, and a lot of people's lives are being impacted by it. And that being said, it's affecting a lot of the future UFC cards, as we know, um, because of all the the possible moving and the strain on the amount of people that are allowed in the arena. Um, last weekend, there was supposed to be, uh, this past weekend that just passed, um, there was supposed to be a really exciting welterweight fight that could have possibly uh, produced a new contender um, to fight for the welterweight championship against Kamaru Usman, who is the current champ. There was a big match between Leon Edwards and Tyron Woodley that, that ended up being canceled because... Tyron Woodley or Leon Edwards' team wasn't able to go through all the checks, or I don't remember really remember what what his reasoning was for it, but he had to pull out because it was just too tough on his team, and they just couldn't handle it. And he wanted to think with and do what's best for his team, so he pulled out. And there were quite a few people that offered to fight Tyron Woodley, um, Gilbert Burns, and Colby Covington, and I think Rafael dos Anjos were the three main ones that offered to fight him. Uh, I wanted to see Colby Covington fight Tyron Woodley, but we didn't see Tyron Woodley fight anybody, and the whole entire card was scrapped. And I believe next week and the weekend after that, um, cards were scrapped and they were canceled. Um, what I think is happening now is relocating, obviously. Relocating a fight card costs a lot of money. Um, it makes a lot of fans upset, of course, because fans have bought tickets. Um, not all the fans live in the area where the fight is, so they have to fly in. They have plane tickets. So it's a tough, expensive, big deal to do, and I think the UFC is saving that money, saving the stress, just refunding everybody um, to save money for the eventual relocation of UFC 249 because I think this match between Tony and Khabib is the most important match of 2020 as far as UFC goes. The whole entire card is good. We also have um, a rematch between Jessica Andrade and Rosanami Yunus. I think that's a really good card. I I'm really happy to see Rose Namajunas come back because she was slammed pretty hard on her head by Jessica Andrade the last time they fought, and it was it was scary. It was scary to see her land that way, and she was emotional, but she had talked about how being champ was really stressful, and it was a big weight off her shoulder. So it'll be interesting to see if she can come back and go back to the Thug Rose days. And then the, that card, the whole entire main card is stacked, and hopefully all the fights can can still happen as long as the safety 
and health is the number one priority for all the fighters and staff, of course. But Islam Makachev is fighting again. He's fighting Alexander Hernandez. Alexander Hernandez, um, last time we saw him fight, I believe, was when he fought Cowboy. No, looking at my, looking up, doing my research, he fought Francisco Trinaldo recently, and he won by decision. But that was one of the worst fights I've ever seen, now that I think about it. That was back in July, but... Before that, Cowboy knocked him out because, um, and that was, he knocked him out, not because, he knocked him out because he wanted to, obviously, but it was a really, really exciting fight, it was a really nice head kick, Alexander Hernandez was super hyped, and they threw Donald Cerrone his way, because they do that with a lot of up-and-coming fighters, they give him some kind of journeyman, I guess, it was a little disrespectful to Cowboy, and he didn't like it, so he knocked him out, but I think that's a really good match, um, Islam Makachev is a very, very, very talented fighter, and I think he's going to be a dark horse for the lightweight division. I don't ever see him fighting Khabib because I believe they're teammates. Uh, they train together, so I don't think that will ever happen, assuming Islam makes it that high, but he's a very good wrestler, very good Sambo guy. He's got suffocating wrestling, and he's also a really good striker. We saw him knock down um Davi Hamos last time they fought and he was able to manhandle him on the ground and Davi Hamos was a jiu-jitsu champion so that says anything about Sambo versus jiu-jitsu uh, that's something there but that'll be a really good fight and then also the first fight of the main card is Jeremy Stevens and Calvin Cater that's another fireworks that's a potential fight of the night um fight of the year uh, about right there Jeremy Stevens has always been an exciting brawler and Calvin Cater is a guy to pay attention to in the featherweight division for sure. Um, he did just lose a decision to Zabit Magomed Sharapov, but that was possibly the toughest challenge that Zabit has ever had up to this point. And before that, Calvin Cater was on um, a pretty decent run, two knockouts in a row, I believe, and a tough decision loss to Renato Moicano. So the the whole entire card is great, and I hope everyone can safely make it there and I hope the fight's not canceled but I'm a little worried because Khabib I just saw news a couple minutes ago that and it prompted me to make this podcast really Khabib got on his flight packed up camp and went back to Russia so what that tells me is there's a there's a very big possibility that this fight is not made because he's going all the way back to Russia um obviously the fight was not going to be in Brooklyn because Brooklyn um, has blocked all combat sports in the whole entire state of New York. So hopefully, maybe um, looking on the bright side, maybe I'm not sure, I'm not too caught up and informed on the numbers for the virus in Russia, but maybe Russia has low numbers and they're able to have the fight there. That would be epic. Uh, maybe even have a crowd there. I don't, I don't think Vladimir Putin would allow crowds um, this early on in the virus, the virus is really just kind of hitting the midpoint for if you look at it for the whole entire world. Um, but that would be awesome if you think about it. Just imagine Tony Ferguson going into enemy territory and Khabib fighting in front of um, probably his biggest fan base in the world and uh, the Russians um, being being as um, knowing Dagestan is in, is a part of Russia and Khabib has a huge Russian fan base, of course. That would be awesome. It would kind of be like a Rocky movie. Now, I know the last person who made that comparison was Dustin Poirier, and he got completely manhandled and lost almost every second of that fight. 
with the exception of the guillotine. So I think that's a possibility. Maybe, I don't think, I'm not sure if Khabib, I mean, the, the fight is still, I think it's a little less than a month away. I don't know if Khabib can fly back from Russia. Who knows if he'll be blocked, if they can make exceptions for him to go back to the States, or if Tony can go to Russia. I just know, I'm a little disappointed. I I think this fight will be, hands down, the most important fight in UFC history. One of the most important, and it will be, it's one of the most exciting fights in UFC history, and I think it will be one of the best also. And I'm just disappointed because all that being said, um, seeing how everyone said it's been cursed, it's a cursed fight, and it's been canceled, rescheduled four times, this is the fifth time. I think the fight deserves the oohs and the ahs, the boos, the cheers, and I'm just a little sad that we're not going to be getting that because it deserves all the glory. Both guys deserve it. They've earned it, and they've made their mark in the sport, and I just wish that we could see it, and we could see him with the crowd and that whole entire element of of surprise and pressure or using the energy from the crowd in a positive or negative way. I wish we could see that, but I would rather see the fight happen than not happen. So it'll be interesting to see how this plays out, and hopefully everybody stays safe, um, whether you're a fighter or a fan, no matter what, whatever ha- what job you have, you matter, and I hope everybody stays safe. And we'll see how this plays out. And let's hope that we see Khabib and Tony fight. Another thing I wanted to talk about is um, it's looking more and more likely every day. I know I've already made, I think, one or two podcasts about Gaethje and McGregor. But this this fight is going to produce the next contender, I think, to fight for the lightweight title, whether it's against Khabib or Tony. Um, It's just, it seems like Conor is playing the safe route. Uh, the UFC is playing the safe route. They want to wait till this blows over. They don't want to make. They don't. It would be so foolish and so financially unfit and stupid to book a match um, in the summer, or whatever, without knowing that the coronavirus and all the sanctions and regulations, without knowing that they'll be lifted, um, people would buy their tickets because Justin Gaethje has a big following and Connor has the biggest following in the sport. It would just be kind of financial suicide to book that and have all the people buy their tickets and then possibly have to refund them because we don't know how the virus is going to play out um, in the next few weeks or a couple months. Who knows how long it'll take? I'm not an expert. I just know for sure that the two guys are definitely going to fight. Um, I I have no doubt about it. There's odds makers are coming out. Um, That's not really like a for sure thing just because the odds makers are releasing odds for the fight but it's pretty it's pretty telling and also the fact that Justin Gaethje has been talking on Twitter um saying you know he's excited he's excited to knock Connor's head off and Connor's even replying to him and I think Connor's playing a smart psychological game right now he's tapping into the mental warfare because he knows that Justin Gaethje loves beef he loves getting in people's faces he's an aggressive alpha dog he's a brawler and he gets emotional, and he Connor's playing into it because all Justin Gaethje wants is for a fight with Connor, and he's been begging basically for it. And he talks a lot of crap, and Connor doesn't really pay him much mind. And I think that's going to really play into whether or not Gaethje rushes at him and goes in with his chin up. I mean, the guy's twenty-one and two. He, I believe, uh, Gaethje, and I don't think he's going to change his style. Um, it's happened before. We've 
You've seen a lot of fighters do it, but I just don't see Gaethje changing his style and coming in and fighting smarter. He's a brawler. He goes in, he hits rhythms, he hits you really hard, he keeps the pressure on you, but he also lacks defense, and that's why people who are kind of power counterpunchers like Dustin Poirier and Eddie Alvarez were able to knock him out. So, like I've said before, I've been vocal about it, I think Conor will win, but I like to see the banter. What kind of super fan doesn't like to see banter? Um, I think it's going to be a very exciting fight, and I think it's smart that the UFC, Justin, and Conor are waiting it out, because they plan on fighting in the summer, assuming there are no more regulations and this virus is under control. Of course, like I said, the safety, health, and pr- the safety and health of everybody involved with any sport, especially the UFC, should be number one, and that's what it seems like it is right now. But that's going to wrap up this episode of Zendependently Minded. I hope you guys are staying safe and you're preparing. Um, hope for the best. Thank you for tuning in to this latest episode of Zendependently Minded. I hope you guys are staying safe out there and you're preparing because it's always important to know Hope for the best and prepare for the worst because you never know what life's going to throw at you. And thoughts and prayers out to everyone who is affected. Stay tuned because it's only going to get better from here. And make sure you share Zendependently Minded with anybody who loves MMA, combat sports, analysis, news, discussions, anything like that. Make sure you refer to them to Zendependently Minded because it's only the best combat sports podcast out there. Thank you.